it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back with another treat. Uh, night filled of that one guy, Dracula. He always keeps showing <laughs> back up. Wait, he wasn't in Blade 1? Well, I guess he's in what, 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's in 3. I think he's in he's in 3 for sure. I don't remember if he's in 2. I mean, you, you can't have vampires anymore without Dracula. Well, I guess you can, but... It's better with Dracula. He, he's the name drop. Though, is Dracula in this movie? That's debatable, I suppose, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, it's part of a trilogy. I just found this out. But uh, what, what did you pick, TV? I picked Evil of Dracula. It's like a 70s Japanese horror film about a teacher who assumes the position at a school that's run by a vampire. Who I guess we assume is Dracula. I think I read a thing that says that's just the title of the the English release. <laughs> <laughs> that it's not called that in Japan. <laughs> ah, so he's just some vampire. Yeah, it's it's part of like an unofficial vampire trilogy that this director did. I don't know. They're not really related, besides the fact that they like, use a lot of the same uh, like props and sets, and some of the same actors. And there's vampires in them, but besides that, they're not like related story-wise at all. So is it the same vampire in each one, supposedly, or is this what what place does this take in the trilogy? I guess this is the last one. This is the last one. Yeah, the the guy who plays the vampire in this also plays like the vampire in the second one. But like I said, they're not like supposed to be in the same universe or anything. They're just their own stories. A thematic trilogy rather than like a plot-driven trilogy. Uh, before we get too far, though, I will say this will be spoiler-heavy. Um, so if you're worried about spoilers, you should probably watch it first, or if you don't care, just keep listening. Either way, whatever. You've been warned, so spoilers are ahead. It's free on Prime, as are the other two in this unofficial trilogy. Ah, I didn't know that. For some reason, they've got them all. <laughs> that is kind of weird, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, but what did you guys think of this one? Evil of Dracula. Well, you know, I was doing some reading on it after watching it, and I saw that the director was inspired by the Hammer films that were happening over in the West. So this was kind of a Japanese cinema take on that. And I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. I've had a pretty big hankering to see some of that Hammer stuff lately. So this was a fun little outing for me. I'll show my hand right off the bat. Wait, what do you mean by Hammer films? The film company Hammer. They made a lot of like the classic monster movies like The Mummy and Dracula and I want to say Frankenstein. Well, they remade them technically. <laughs> Because the, the OGs are all black and white and all in like, oh boy, the 50s? 40s, 50s, yeah. 40s and 50s, and then Hammer remade them all in color. So, like all the old Universal monster movies. Yep, they remade all those. I've only seen one of those. I've seen The Mummy, and I was trying to watch it on a plane ride, and I fell asleep, so... <laughs> it wasn't the most engrossing movie to to keep me awake at least 
I've been meaning to watch more of those, though. I do like that vibe, yeah. Just very old school feeling, which is kind of cool. I miss seeing all those shots of the creepy house with all the like lightning and stuff in the background. <laughs> you don't get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just hits differently in these old style films. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my takeaways, too. I like those shots where they have, I guess, the principal's house with the backdrop of it's like... A drawn backdrop, I guess. I don't know if the house is drawn too, but it's hard to tell, but it's it's cool. It looks pretty good, I think, yeah. Just the the vibe of the movie, yeah. Brings me back. Well, I'm not listening to it live back then, so I guess I can't say it brings me back, but <laughs> it's a nice change of pace from kind of the more modern horror stuff because I watch a lot more of that. I was pretty impressed by some of the cinematography in this, you know. I did not have very high expectations going in, but there were some really pretty decent looking shots in here i liked yeah like when dracula's coming down the stairs well, i'm gonna call him dracula on this but i guess we can argue <laughs> he's probably not really dracula <laughs> i mean might as well call him that when dracula comes walking down the stairs the first time and just like turns his head and looks at the the teacher oh man it's like that's a classic shot that looks straight out of yeah just dracula the movie the old one yeah what what is it with all the old movies when they have the first shot of Dracula, he's like at the top of stairs and he walks down like every Dracula movie I've seen that's older. It has that in there. That's true. Because he's regal. He's refined. He's above the class of people below him. Don't you know his title, the master of stairs? <laughs> <laughs> because he also stares at people in this movie sometimes. Ooh. He does do a lot of staring <laughs> creepily in this movie. Him and his minions. Yoshi. Yoshi is his minion. Who's like the weirdo teacher. It just cracks me up that Yoshi's like, I throw everyone in the lake to kill them, but he can't swim himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just immediately sinks too. Yeah, he doesn't float or nothing. That cracked me up when that happened because it was kind of it was like just like this really kind of long fight that they were having, you know, and for just to end just so quickly with him just bloop. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's dead, huh? I don't know if that maybe is like something to do with like the vampire lore about water. They can't cross running water. I mean, it's a lake, but I wonder if that's what they were going for. I don't know. Was he a vampire though, or was he like a, a Renfield character because he was out in the daytime? I think he was a thrall. I thought he might have got turned at the end there when he went and saw uh, the wife of the of Dracula and was like cradling her or whatever. Oh yeah, that might have been. Because then he's got the creepy gray skin after that, I think. Yeah, I guess that's true. But so for part of this movie, he was not a vampire, though. Yeah, I would say probably not. Unless they're yeah, just getting rid of the whole daytime thing. But I guess they never like established that they can't in this movie. But it's just kind of assumed, I suppose. They're never outside. They're the vampires aren't when it's daytime, so. That's true. And I guess when uh, the teacher comes downstairs, he does look kind of like surprised. He's expecting the principal to be down there waiting for him. And he's like, oh, there's nobody here when he like wakes up in the morning. But yeah, I did like the minion, though. He, was, he cracked me up because, yeah, he's like the girls are complaining that he's like staring at him or something. 
So the teacher goes over to talk to him, and he just quotes this weird poem or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the teacher's like, okay, they're right. He is a weirdo. <laughs> Felt like this movie did a really good job of showing us a lot of things, and the actors did a great job of, you know, being animated. Because, I mean, this is obviously in Japanese and subbed, but I kind of found myself zoning out sometimes and just watching the scene play out, not even focusing on the subtitles, and it still kind of all, you know, flowed together and was coherent, even without understanding everything that was being said. Yeah, I'd agree. I think the performances are all pretty solid in this. I really like the guy who plays Dracula. He's pretty cool looking. And the main guy, yeah, the main character, is he's very emotive. I really like him. The Professor... You can't beat Dracula's uh, his long white uh, scarf or whatever he's wearing. <laughs> it's so awesome. It looks cool. He does look pretty cool. It's kind of a cool modernization of that classic cape look. Yeah, it does look fresh. Yeah, very like 70s style Dracula. And I, I think the vampires were kind of interesting in this one, how they like pass their consciousness on to whoever... They, like, bit? Am I correct there? Like, their plan was to turn these other people into vampires, and then they would move their consciousness into them? Kind of. I think what their plan was, if I'm not wrong, is they're, like, stealing their faces and putting them on their own face and, like, taking over their body that way. Oh, really? Yeah, because she carves up that one girl's face in that real creepy scene. Oh, I guess they did do that. I didn't connect them together. I thought they were, like, moving their consciousness into the new hosts. Yeah, I think they're just, like, you know, like, entrancing these students or whatever, biting them so that they become their thrall, and then they can just do whatever they want with them. And then, uh, yeah, they chop off that girl's face, which is brutal. Jeez Louise, I was not expecting that much blood in this movie, honestly. It just starts spraying. It's cool, though. It's creepy. So I think, yeah... Dracula wanted to take the teacher's face, and the wife got to pick whoever she wanted, I guess, just <laughs> of the three who stayed over. That's a nice face. I'll be taking it now <laughs> over Christmas break. <laughs> Gonna take your face off. <laughs> that must be where they got the inspiration for this. They must have watched Evil of Dracula. That was pretty cool, though. It gives the vampire something new we haven't seen before. It fits in with the horror pretty well. Especially since we usually get just the same old, same old all the time, which, which ain't bad. But if you're going to change it up, do it do it well like this. It's pretty cool. And it, it is pretty surprising, but it's, it's just yeah, it's such an un- interesting idea. that I, it, it fits weirdly, I think, within the lore. It could work. I haven't seen a lot of Japanese horror, so I'm not very well versed in it. Do do they do anything in this besides like the face thing to make it more Japanese, I guess, and fit in with their style of horror films? Or is the face thing one of those? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I'm curious if if you guys who have seen more than I have um, have any comments on that. My my comments would be I haven't seen a ton of like older Japanese horror movies. I've seen um, some of the newer stuff, but uh, that's pretty terrifying compared to this movie. I mean, like this isn't even horror compared to like the Japanese horror I've seen. (laughs) 
yeah, I'd say this one kind of feels more like like emulating that like Western classic monster movie style more so than like the more contemporary Japanese horror I've seen. But this is definitely the oldest Japanese horror film I've seen. Yeah, same actually. Yeah, I mean, unless you count like the original Godzilla, which nah, not I don't really count that. But in terms of like older Japanese stuff, yeah, I haven't really seen a lot either. I think the face thing is like just the the thing they bring to it, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, they're just trying to stick to kind of a formula, I guess, but just kind of doing it their own way. They just take like our rules and set it in Japan and their culture, I guess. It's neat seeing um, different cultures take on doing the old um, Western style hammer film. That's always cool to see when different cultures do a new take on it. Like kind of like when um, uh, I've been watching a lot of Japanese samurai movies again recently, and I recently watched Yojimbo. Yojimbo was the inspiration for Sergio Leone's A Fistful of Dollars, right? Which turns it into a Western uh, made by an Italian filmmaker. This isn't that extreme, though, but... It's nice seeing it done from different cultures and seeing how they change things and bring their own perspectives to it. Like the first half of this movie, for example, they they talk a lot about honoring the dead and traditions around that. And that's a big thing in Japanese culture. So it's cool seeing those elements. It's kind of cool how they, they I mean, they, and they even still tie it in to kind of the, the Western culture. I mean, barely, you know, they say a guy washed up on the shore, you know, and uh, he was a Christian and he got tortured or whatever. He came from somewhere. He was white is all they say. So we don't know where he came from, but it's kind of cool that they still make the effort to tie it into kind of the the culture that it originated from, you know? What was up with that? So he uh, denounced God and then drank his own blood and that's how he became a vampire? Yeah, he turned into a demon. Just like, Dracula and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Don't don't denounce God. <laughs> if you're dying of thirst, maybe don't drink your own blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like blood is not the first way to go, but hey, if you're desperate and out in the desert, then I guess anything looks good. That's not even healthy for you to do. Like that wouldn't <laughs> do anything, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would. It might hydrate you. I have no idea, but I doubt it. Yeah, you, you know, I got to say the explanation of how, how uh, Dracula came about in this was better than how Frankenstein came about in Frankenstein versus the world or whatever <laughs> what? that movie you. was that was also a Toho movie. I was going to say, we already saw uh, Toho adapt a classic universal monster, <laughs> Frankenstein. Like, I was definitely comparing this movie to that movie when I watched this one, mainly because I guess that was my only other comparison point. But I enjoyed this one a whole lot better than that one. Me too. <laughs> I, I'll take the weird explanation for how Dracula exists in this one. <laughs> it's better than Frankenstein. I like both, but you know what? That's okay. You guys don't have to like Frankenstein Conquers the World. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Conquers, sorry, I said versus. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's no kaiju in this either. Baragon doesn't show up to fight Dracula. 
I was half expecting that to happen. Like, I saw this with Toho, and I was like, okay, so is Godzilla going to be in this, or is some other <laughs> monster besides Dracula? Toho pr produces a lot of stuff. Like, all these old Japanese samurai movies I'm watching, they're all Toho. Yeah, I know they're a big production company, but every time I see Toho, I immediately think of uh, Godzilla and his pals. Yeah, it's a shame. That's a missed opportunity right there. Godzilla versus Dracula would have been awesome. The fourth in the trilogy. I, I'm surprised there's apparently three of these movies and they don't like link them together somehow into the greater <laughs> universe of monsters. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, this was much better than Frankenstein Conquers the World, that's for sure. Though it does get pretty hammy and ridiculous, like them older films do sometimes, so. For sure. Whenever Dracula goes to, like, bite somebody, it's kind of, <laughs> he, like, bares his teeth, you know, and it's like, <laughs> rips their clothes open to bite their, uh, their breasts, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the throat. It's true. That's the other thing they change. Um, I guess, you know, it is like closer to the heart where like the blood is pumped. So maybe it makes sense, I guess. True. But there's that vein on the neck. That's where they all go for. Might just be an early example of fan service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting as much nipple as there is in this movie. There's quite, quite a few nipples exposed. It's kind of, I don't know, I mean, it's gratuitous, but it's also, like, kind of gnarly, because there's, like, blood dripping down it and stuff, and, uh, I don't know, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not done in, like, a sexual way, because when they're vampires and you see the cuts, like, they're all, uh, like, painted dead white with makeup and stuff. Yeah, they look creepy. But I guess maybe it's more intimate, I guess, because Dracula is a vampire, and... The biting of the neck is, like, very intimate, I guess. His relationship with his victims. Doesn't he bite somebody in the neck, though, in this? Like, at least once? Yeah. Yeah, he does. A couple times. I see. So he's he's got preferences, I guess. He's, you know, he, he can bite the neck, but sometimes he'd rather do other places. Hmm, okay. <laughs> what do you guys think about all the audio cues in this movie? Uh, like the music and stuff? No, the like doodly 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 thing that like happens sometimes. It's like a weird like instrument that makes that noise, I think. You know what I mean? Maybe? Like whenever something weird happens? Yeah. Okay. I liked most of them, I guess. I, it felt very like old, you know, just classic horror movie style. But I didn't mind it, I guess. It was fine. I was not a fan of the score on this one. <laughs> it felt like they were trying to do something really different with it on purpose but i don't think it really works like I, ca I can't recall it off the top of my head but like just the musical choice doesn't fit with it being a horror film it it's weird <laughs> it doesn't quite work for me it kind of feels like jazzy almost a little bit which is strange yeah that's right yeah and i i, I gotta say i think that's my favorite part of this movie was like the jazzy kind of uh, score underneath while this guy's investigating vampire stuff. Like, it's a weird contrast, but it, like, created this vibe and mood that I really liked about the movie. I was glad that it wasn't, like, horrifying music the whole time. 
Yeah, they do that during the, some of the fights and more horror or horrifying scenes too, though. And I was like, don't don't do it during these. It kind of <laughs> it kind of ruins it and plays up the ham a lot. It kind of like ruins it a little bit for me. It takes me out of the moment because of this ridiculous soundtrack that doesn't really fit. I liked it. It made it kind of stand out. It was more like a, a campy and goofy over-the-top feel to the movie, and I, I appreciated that. That's kind of what I enjoyed most about this, actually. There was, like, one song that I was kind of... It was at the very beginning when, like, he's approaching the um, Dracula's house or whatever. There's, like, that discord of that bang, bang thing over it. I didn't really like it there um, because it was over like the jazzy kind of weirdness. And I don't think those two things matched really well together. But later on, they use that like bang, bang thing again when like uh, that the girl's like, turn out the light. And so she reaches over to do it and the hand reaches up and grabs her wrist and the music kicks in. That was actually legitimately like had like a little chill. I was like, oh, God, that's actually really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) The bang, bang, bang. That and when um, the professor's snooping around at the um, coffin or whatever, and Dracula comes down, is like, "What are you doing?" And then he's he's talking, and then his dead wife, who's a vampire, is just reaching her hands out. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> you, you said the hand thing, and it reminded me <laughs> of that too. It's really like you. I almost didn't notice it at first either, but yeah, the corner of my eye, I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Her hands are coming out of there. That's creepy. I guess I'm kind of curious about like, because he's got the wife and they claim that she died in a car wreck or something. And then she came back. Was she a vampire when she got in the car wreck? And like, so she has to fake her death or something? Or did she steal that lady's face and has to stay in hiding because everybody assumes she's dead or something? I figured they were using it to fake her death, so I don't know. Maybe that's when she got turned, or like you said, that she assumed another identity, and then they had to kill off the other one. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I don't really understand that part, but... Yeah, there were a couple of things like that, I guess, that were mildly confusing. I guess I just figured maybe some of it was lost in translation. I don't know. That's possible, yeah. That's always a risk on these. Now, here's a an idea. Do you guys think that, you know, that guy who got shipwrecked and then got denounced God and became the demon or whatever, is that the same guy as the principal in this movie? Well, that's one of those things I was kind of confused about. <laughs> I don't think so. He didn't seem like it to me. He could have took that guy's face. He's been taking faces all these years. He could have. I don't know. It didn't didn't it's possible they don't really talk about it but it could be it could not be my theory is it's him and uh the teenage girl that he killed those are the two that are still vampires because they mentioned that the western guy like was crying and praying praying for her to be revived and the devil granted his wish and so now she came back as well and then i think they've just been together that long and just doing this over and over again Moving down the line. Generations. Yeah, I like that TV. That's a good theory. It's possible, yeah. Didn't they say, though, there'd only been, like, three principals at that school? Yeah, but, I mean, he could have, like, taken... He'd be like, okay, I'm bored doing what I'm doing. I'm just gonna go be a principal now. 
I kind of thought on that discussion, they might have been implying that this guy had taken the faces of the previous principals. I think he did, yeah. But I wasn't really sure. That's kind of, I mean, am I crazy? Because he has like those portraits of himself up on the wall, you know. At the end there, am I crazy or did he have a portrait of the teacher guy that he was going to take over? Like on the, like getting ready to be set up, like on the side by the fireplace. Oh, and it gets knocked down and the lightning flashes across it. It looked like it was him. Yeah, I kind of thought it was too, but I, again, I wasn't sure. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it might have been. That might have been, yeah. That's pretty creepy, though, if it was. <laughs> it is kind of weird, though, because they mentioned that there's a, a guy that they tried to take him first, and but then he went insane, and they had to put him in an insane asylum. I'm not sure exactly what happened to that guy. It looked like maybe they like tried to cut his face off or something, but it got interrupted. Yeah, they did try and cut it off, because that's where they started when they cut off the girl's face. I'm just like, how did he get out of that? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it feels like once they get started, you know, it's going to be got to get pretty lucky for them to stop. Yeah, no joke. Maybe a different professor just barged in. Maybe, yeah. They don't really do anything with that guy because he goes there to talk to him, but he never says anything. And then he just <laughs> comes back to the school and starts fighting the vampires. So I'm like, why... Why even go in the first place? It didn't really learn much, yeah, except for to, like, preview, I guess, the cutting. Yeah, he never, he doesn't learn anything by visiting that guy, really, about vampires, like how to kill them, even. Like, that might have been cool. Chance for him to learn, like, <laughs> what their weaknesses are. Because they never really learn <laughs> how to stop a vampire in this movie. Maybe they just already know, because, you know, it's a vampire. Everybody knows how to kill a vampire. Doesn't really seem like he knows quite what he's doing at the end there. He's just trying stuff and seeing what works. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing axes at him. Dude, those axe throws were awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty cool. That whole end fight was, it was entertaining, but it was also like super long and drawn out, I thought, you know. I just kind of wrestled (laughs) around for like 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I doubt there was any choreography like plan there. <laughs> they probably just wrote in the script, okay, they fight now. <laughs> and then when they went to film, they're like, so what do we do? <laughs> like, ah, just fight, you know, use anything you see in the room. Not the best choreography there. And I think some of the, the scenes are even kind of edited weird sometimes where like it cuts and they feel like they're running from a different direction than they were before. It's a little disorienting. Maybe that's the point since it's like a horror film, but it felt a little jarring sometimes with the cuts. Did think the like climax to the final Dracula fight was pretty brutal. Nailing that poker home with the stool. Ah, oh, that was neat. And then they just melt. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was very evil deadish, yeah. Nice and gooey. Yeah, <laughs> it just lingered on that head as it just slowly decomposes into a skeleton. Man, yeah, I did like the, how they ended things. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was very unexpected, uh, like, special effects there. I wasn't expecting the, uh, like, Last Crusade kind of, like, melting thing. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like the film is kind of slow in the first half. I enjoyed it, but... I guess once the vampire stuff is kind of revealed, I guess, or their theory about the vampire stuff, once he meets with that guy and they're talking about the legend and everything, 
And the guy who just walks up to him in the break room and's like, you want to know about vampires? I love vampires. Ask me any time and I'll tell you about them. That guy was pretty funny. He's like just scatterbrained, though. He walks in that room and he's like on five different topics. I don't even think, does the teacher even say like a word of dialogue when that guy shows up? Because I think that guy's just like talking to himself. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But but back on your point before I derailed it, <laughs> Terry, it is a very slow start, but I mean, that's how a lot of these older films were, um, these older monster ones. Like, most recently, I watched the old, like, 50s, The Mummy one. That one's got a very slow start that ramps up after the whole, like, mummification thing, of course, but... I don't know. I I liked it. I liked it a lot in this one too, just because it, they really nailed the feeling of like the guy's not even a foreigner going to Transylvania. He's still in Japan, but it still feels like he's the foreigner coming in on this secluded, unknown Transylvania type thing, even though it's just this old all girls school with some creepy people who worked there. So that really, I really liked that because they were able to capture that feel, that, that feeling of the guy showing up to Transylvania and everybody's like, oh, you better watch out or they're treating them weird or just being creepy in general. It was a nice setup for the rest of the movie, even though it does get pretty hammy and ridiculous, but it, it was a really good setup and it, lends itself well to some of the spookier elements in this too in those later scenes yeah sometimes with these older films i just got to be in the right mindset just because yeah because it is a slight it's just different from what we're used to these days when we watch you know modern movies but i i'd agree i i don't think it's a bad thing necessarily just got to be in the zone for it i suppose yeah so i i watched the first half and I paused, played some games, and I restarted the movie and watched it again, and I was actually a lot more into it the second time, but it's just a little slower than I was expecting, I guess, but it is kind of a cool, I guess, you know, it was in the 70s, but like a cool modern adaption of, yeah, like, what's-his-face going to Dracula's castle kind of thing. I thought it was nice how when they took pictures of Dracula, he didn't show up. I was thinking, you know, like, in today's terms, it's like, it's almost all digital cameras now, and... I guess Dracula would show up on a digital camera, I think, because the one that they used in the movie was a camera that works with mirrors. So it, like, took me a little bit to put two and two together. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't know. Would Dracula show up on a a digital camera today? That's a good question. Can you take a picture of the vampires? Hmm, I think, well, yeah, some cameras... uh... I guess, yes, with your phone, they definitely don't have mirrors. Some do, some don't, so... Yeah, a lot of the digital ones are mirrorless now, but some of them do still have mirrors. Hmm, someone needs to tackle that in a modern Dracula tale. Yeah, we need it updated. Can they take pictures of themselves in Twilight, like if they took a selfie? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Be careful what you wish for, I guess. (laughs) Does, Does that happen? Do they address it? I I don't remember. Well, I I thought it was understood that everything Twilight did was a negative for vampires. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it depends. I mean, a lot of people love it, so. I think 
in this like vampire game I played back in the day, it wasn't that they disappeared, but like they're it was just they were just kind of like out of focus the whole time when you try to take their picture rather than being invisible. Yeah, I guess his clothes should have shown up in it, right? That's probably true. They don't show up in the reflections. But shouldn't they? <laughs> he's not the invisible man. He's a vampire. <laughs> Their clothes disappear too. You know, he's been cursed by the devil, so <laughs> who knows how these, yeah, divine curses work. <laughs> the devil's in the details. We need to read this contract and read the fine print. What's the deal with this stuff? <laughs> you just think to go out to the desert, um, renounce God... <laughs> Stab a cross or drink your own blood, any of the above. <laughs> Just keep drinking blood till you turn into a vampire. <laughs> Eventually it'll happen, right? We do not endorse uh, listeners drinking people's blood, by the way. Yeah, Brother Real does not condone this behavior. <laughs> I'll ingest. Even your own. Just don't do it. Well, does anybody have anything else you want to talk about? Or are we ready for some overall presentation? Mm, I think I'm ready. Let's do it, yeah. All right, we got a scale we use to rate these movies. goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We all give a little spiel about what we think of the movie, and then we try to average our scores out at the end, if we possibly can. But, you know, the scale isn't conducive to that sometimes, but we try our best, all right? That's all we can do. But, hmm, you know... I usually like to tell a little antidote before we get started here, and luckily I've totally prepared one. Um, you know, did I ever tell you guys, I was in a pretty big accident a while back. Um, I was heading, uh, I, was, I was on a boat trip, I was on a cruise, and I was going, you know, just hanging out, going to see some sights. I was chilling in the ocean when it crashed, and I washed up in a foreign land with no food or water. Japan? All I know is it was very uh, deserty, and <laughs> <laughs> it might have been the shores of Japan. I don't know, but I'm wandering through the the desert, and uh, I'm so thirsty and so hungry. I was like, "Please, <laughs> anyone, give me a sign!" And I didn't hear anything. I mean, I, I was getting pretty thirsty, so you know, look, people get desperate in these situations. I thought I'd read something about drinking your own blood. It might work. It might not. I just had a sip. We don't condone this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it had no medical benefits, by the way. Cough, cough. Um, <laughs> uh, but as the blood dripped from my teeth, it formed letters on the ground. And I knew my sign had been given and a demon had been born. I looked down and it said, Mike will go first. Interesting. Who's who's the who's the demon born here? <laughs> like Dragonborn? I've had my eyes on you for a while, Mike. I'm very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I do stay in my house all the time now. You may be on the something. He hasn't seen sunlight in days. I actually enjoyed this movie. I'd never heard of it before and I was really skeptical, TV I was, when Toho <laughs> showed up as the like production company. I was like, hmm, we watched Frankenstein a while back from Toho. But this was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. I like the like campy vibe this movie had and the weird jazzy like Japanese jazz soundtrack. Like you can go on YouTube and just do like Japanese jazz from the seventies and this movie has some like similar sounding tunes 
And honestly, that was my favorite part of it was the like vibe when he was doing that kind of stuff. And there was the music, the shots and some of the horror stuff was good, too. Like uh, the outfits and what we were talking about with the house in the distance with the like lightning bolt coming down. I'm going to give this one a watch it. I had a surprisingly good time watching this movie. You know, I've had this movie itch lately, and I've been wasting <laughs> a significant amount of time during the workday, I think, trying to find something to put on. And I think this movie did it for me. I gotta say, I was pretty skeptical as well going in, having never heard of it, but also having experienced Frankenstein Conquers the World. And man, this <laughs> scratched that itch. So good. I went ahead and watched the first one while I was working the day. Like, I gotta give this a buy. Everything Mad Mike said about the music and nostalgia and the feel, it's great. I love it. I, like, love this style of film. In fact, I think I'll go investigate purchasing the trilogy. Ooh, nice. How was the first one? Was it good as this? I gotta say, it was almost exactly like this one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with this dissing on Frankenstein, but I'm just going to get out here right now. That was a good movie. But anyways, um, sorry, TV. <laughs> it's too similar, the classic monsters. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny to see how two different adaptions went with uh, in Japan for these universal monsters. And I think they did pretty good with this one. Um, it's really got that old school horror vibe to it. It's, you know, got the same slow pace as a lot of those movies, which, you know, it can be kind of a detriment, but it's also some of the times you just got to be in the right mindset for it. I think um, the horror elements are sometimes cheesy, sometimes actually genuinely creepy too. Dracula's pretty cool in this, you know, technically maybe not Dracula. Who knows what he is? He's a demon, I guess, but he's pretty sweet. He looks really cool. The actor who plays him does a really cool job with him. I think the acting in general is really good in this movie. The fight scenes are very long and a little excessive, I think, though. They're just kind of wrestling around for a lot of it. But, you know, the payoff's usually there for it, whether it be kind of hilarious how he falls in the lake and dies or he gets stabbed and slowly melts away for like two minutes. So I don't know. I think I might give it a buy it, too. I was kind of leaning on a watch it just because the pacing is a little slower. But the more I've talked about it, the more I do like this movie. Um and I have already bought it because I do own that Bloodthirsty Trilogy Blu-ray set. And they're all, if you like this one, you'll probably like all of them. Because, yeah, they're all pretty much the same vibe and like similar uh, quality-wise. So, yeah, I buy it from me. This was pretty enjoyable to watch. I like them old-style horror films uh, quite a bit. They're a nice blast from the past to experience. And then compared to what we have today to see how far we've come, and in many, many more instances, how far we haven't come <laughs> since then. <laughs> um, I really like the slow build-up and pacing for this. I was really impressed at how well they were able to capture the feel of the foreigner going to Transylvania, even though it's a Japanese man in Japan still. <laughs> He's just going to this creepy principal's house and school. It was really well done, and I really liked it. Remind me a lot of those older movies from the West. They did a, an excellent job making a film inspired by those. 
But it's really cool too seeing how they put their own put their own twists on it and introduce some Japanese culture and tradition into it too, even. Even if it's not like hugely prevalent, it's still there and is interesting and neat to see. I had a pretty good time watching this too. I will say it gets a little little too hammy for me, but um that's just personal preference. It kind of balances it out with a lot of really legitimately creepy and horrific moments in here. And I liked seeing how they did the vampires in this one too. It was, it was cool. Seeing the whole face thing was neat and I really liked that. And they acted a lot more like animals and stuff than what you're used to seeing nowadays. So it was a nice take on it. I wasn't a big fan of the music though. I would completely change the soundtrack if it was up to me, but personal preference on that one. I'll, I'm gonna give it a watch it, I think. It, it's good. I wouldn't buy it, but it, I'm glad I saw it. And I do, I am interested in the other two. I'll probably watch them sometime. Hey, well, there you have it. We uh, are in between a, a buy it and a watch it, right? Yep, looks like it. It's free on Prime. Good watch or a, a soft buy, I guess, from Run the Real. Or I don't, I don't know if, if we would say soft buy since <laughs> you guys <laughs> gave pretty good buys. Yeah, I mean it's in between there. It's not, yeah, like you said, it's not free on Amazon Prime, so you might as well check it out. It's there, you know. Yeah, if you got Prime, go ahead. So what do we got next week? Fox is the last man left. What's your pick? I think for my Dracula spectacular. Ooh. I'm gonna pull one off my list that's been on there collecting dust for too long. And it's a girl walks home alone at night. Nice, yeah, I need to watch this too. It's been on my list for a while. I know, I don't know how I've missed it for so long. Probably in the same way I've missed the Hammer films. <laughs> Is this a foreign film too? I believe so. I think it takes place in the Middle East, but I don't know if that's where it was made. That'll be interesting, yeah. I'm excited to watch it, because I've heard it's pretty good, you know. People have talked it up a little bit, so we'll see. I've been pretty curious, yeah. Getting vampires from all over the world. Aw, oh, yeah. Well, TV, where can they send us uh, their favorite vampire movies? Ooh, that's a great question. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us your favorite vampire movies. I need suggestions, because, you know, I don't know, vampires can kind of be hit or miss sometimes, I think. It depends on how they portray them. Mm, yes, it does. We've had more harm than good in recent <laughs> times, too, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd love to have some suggestions, yeah. And if you got any thoughts about Evil of Dracula, if you've seen it, let us know what you think. I'd love to hear that, too. Yeah, be sure to get in contact with us. We'd really love to hear from you. And you could uh, request Twilight as your vampire movie just for Dane. <laughs> you know, I won't watch it if you do. I feel like he has to at that point. So I won't watch it. If a listener goes either way to talk to us, maybe. But... <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> it could be a roast night. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah, definitely be a roast night. It could be fun, but... Uh... Yeah, be sure to get in contact with us. We'd really love to hear from you. And thanks for listening to us tonight. We do really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.
What's that guy? Who's the main character in Bram Stoker's? Well, Jonathan. Jonathan. Don't, or yeah. don't you mean Keanu Reeves? Keanu. Whoever Keanu yeah, played. Yeah, Keanu. Jonathan Harker. 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 <laughs> Get my, Where's my <laughs> pictures of Spider Man? Where's my pictures of Dracula, Harker? <laughs> I want Dracula. We don't pay you to take pictures of people in the park. We don't take pay you to take pictures of the girls playing tennis. We pay pictures for Dracula. 